So you want to follow God and do what he's asking you to do. But to follow him, you have to actually know when he's talking to you, right? But how do you know? In today's episode, I'm going to tell you about a key shift in the way you think about decision making that will help you learn how to recognize God's voice as he's speaking to you in your life and business. If you're feeling God call you to pivot life as you know it by leaving your career plans to start an online business and you're terrified of how you'd ever actually pull that off, then you're a mama with a calling and this is the podcast for you. Here's where we'll talk about everything from choosing the right business and running it as a mom to biblical inspiration and motivation to conquer your fears. Because even though it's causing you some anxiety, you're also excited because you know God's calling you to it. And that means you're headed to a life with more joy, fulfillment, and purpose like you've always wanted. Hi, I'm Alexia Carrillo, fellow Mama with the Calling, and I'm passionate about helping other moms like you step into their calling and not stay stuck in their career for fear of going against the grain. I believe it's okay to pivot and follow God's calling on your life without the guilt or shame for not doing what the world says you should do. This is the Mama with the Calling podcast where we'll figure out how you can actually make this wild calling on your life become a reality. Let's grab some coffee and dive in. Hey friends, welcome back to the Mom with a Calling podcast. I am actually wanting to see if any of you um, are available to help me with some market research. So I'm actually looking to talk to five of my listeners for a short 15 minute call. So this would be for you if, if you're a mom that's taken that leap to quit your job, pursue your calling full time as an entrepreneur, you're home with your kids, probably under the age of five, but I don't think that age really matters. And at first it was awesome. Like you were here for it. You were so excited to finally quit your job, but then you quickly found that it's way harder than you ever thought. And you're tired of the hustle and the stress and worrying all the time. And you're wanting to finally learn how to enjoy life with your kids while also working in what God has called you to do in your business. And getting paid to do something that you love because it's in alignment with how God created you. So if that's you or even close to some of those things, then I would love to hop on a quick call with you and ask you a few questions. This is not a sales pitch. I'm not selling you anything. It's not anything like that. It's not a coaching call. It's just purely market research. I just have a handful of questions to ask you. And this is going to help me to understand how to best serve you all on the podcast and others like you that are in the same boat with better podcast content and other things. So I can know more of what you guys need, what you're struggling with, etc. So if you're interested, you can email me at alexia at mama with the calling.com. That's a L E X I a at mama, which is M a M a with a calling.com. And we'll get that set up. I would really like to have these done by August 30th, but even if you're listening to this after that, or even if you can talk to me after that, I would still love to talk to you. That's still going to be valuable um, for sure. So as a thank you, I'm going to be giving the first five people a Starbucks gift card for your time. And anyone after that who I talk to, I will think of something. I will answer coaching questions. I will um, do whatever. You can ask me questions about stuff, whatever you're wanting to do, but um, those first five, I will be giving a Starbucks gift card to. So thank you in advance. Your help is very, very, very much appreciated. Okay. You guys are amazing. Now let's get into today's episode. 
So today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about one of the biggest struggles that I hear so many people talk about, and that is how to know when God is speaking to you. This is a big question, and it's something that I have definitely been working on, been learning about, reading about, studying about, praying about for years and years, but in particular as an entrepreneur, because this is such an important part of pursuing your calling. Because if you don't know what it sounds like when God is talking to you, then how are you supposed to follow him wherever he's telling you to go, right? That's kind of the crux of why it's so hard to figure out your calling or figure out your business or figure out what you should do next. All these decisions center around, well, what is God saying? If you knew for sure what God was saying, it might not feel so hard. But when you don't know, you feel like you're guessing, right? And that's not where we want to be. God wants to speak to us and he does speak to us. So how do we hear him? How do we pick out his voice from all the thoughts going on and coming into our minds? You know, this is a really important for all Christians, obviously, but especially entrepreneurs, because you want to know when God is giving you insight for your business when he's leading you in a new direction, when he's asking you to serve a certain subset of people or do something in the marketplace to bring people to him and to do his work through you and your business. But I know it's easier said than done, right? So in today's episode, I'm going to tell you about a critical shift in perspective that's going to help you learn how to recognize God's voice in your life because I think this particular thought is keeping you from hearing him in the first place. And when you hear this, it's just going to resonate. I feel like with so many people, it resonated with me for sure. And just really made me go, whoa, yes, that's hard, but I want to do it. So I hope you'll have the same reaction. Um, so as we talk about this, so you know that you want to follow God and do what he's asking you to do, but to follow him, you have to know when he's talking to you, right? But how do you know? So Jesus tells us in John 14, that he is going to be sending us a friend, a counselor, a comforter. That is the Holy Spirit, right? And this Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, he is going to tell us the truth and he will tell us what he hears from the Father and the Son. Um, He is going to be guiding us. Like it talks about in Isaiah 30, it says, we hear God say that there is a voice that will direct us and say, this is the way, walk in it. And you probably heard that voice a lot. I mean, that verse a lot. But before that, it talks about how you will hear, um, you know, if you try to turn to the right or the left, that he's telling you, go this way, go that way. He's guiding you. And so many other times in the Old Testament and the New Testament, God talks about guiding us, leading us, us following and walking with him, all of those things. And this sounds amazing, right? It brings such peace to know that we're not in this alone, that God who knows all things who is infinitely wise and can see, you know, what's going to happen, what should happen, the best path for us, all of that. He's going to be guiding us, right? Not us in our finite, you know, all we know is right now, no matter what we plan or think is going to happen, we really don't know. And that's actually the reason it feels so scary sometimes to make decisions is because we know that we don't know. (laughs) We don't know what the next right step is. We'd have no clue, but he does. You know, this or this sounds awesome, right? That if like God is with us, the Holy Spirit is with us, he can guide us into those answers, into figuring out the right path. But if you don't know how to hear God, it all depends on that, right? 
So it makes following his specific instructions of go this way or that way kind of hard if you don't know what he sounds like. So that's what we're going to talk about today is how to get better at this, how to go about hearing God. Now, before you think I'm going to go tell you something wild, um, you know, hear me out. What I want to talk to you about today is actually just this shift in the way you're thinking about this whole concept, because if you're anything like me, then you've been trying to figure out how to hear God, but using your own logic and it doesn't work very well. Ask me how I know (laughs) for years, I've been praying to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit so I can follow him where he leads. But I was like, I don't hear anything. If I could just get like this audible voice, God, that'd be great. That'd be really helpful. But no, right. That doesn't happen. It's not this booming voice coming out of the heavens that I hear. But I would hear stories about how other people heard God tell them to do this or do that. And then something amazing would happen in their life that clearly only God could do. So it's obvious that people are hearing God, right? I don't, I don't think I have to convince you of that, but it is obvious that people hear God. But I was always like, but how, how do they know it's him? How do they know what to do? How do they know they need to do that? Because the spirit was leading them. And what it really boiled down to for me when I was sitting there pondering that question is I didn't want to do something that led me down the wrong path because it was me chasing whatever I wanted, my own desires or worse, the enemy trying to distract me and sidetrack me and like trick me. So I just was left in this place of indecision, right? Just every time there was a big decision in my life, I would sit there going, but what about, but what about, but what if, but is it God? Is it me? Is it like just constantly wondering and having this confusion God is not a God of confusion. That is from the enemy. So this is going to fix this today. Um, Recently, I was reading a book about Abraham by Henry Blackaby. And this book was focusing on how God shaped Abraham's character through Abraham's obedience to God. Like as God asked him to do things, his character was shaped and shifted to be the person that God needed him to be. Um, to carry out the promise that he had already promised him. It was going to happen, but he had to go through all of these tests and all of these character changes. And to do that, God had to ask him to do things that required faith. And as I read this book, I've always been in awe of how Abraham will just follow what God says, not knowing how it's going to turn out, right? Like he just He, God comes to him and tells him, I need you to leave your land and I need you to start walking, go to the land that I'm going to show you. He doesn't even know where it is. He doesn't know what it's like a sign. How far away is it? He doesn't, he just goes when he tells him to sacrifice Isaac. I mentioned this the other day, but it's like, he just says, okay. I mean, he doesn't understand, but he does it. And it's not to say that Abraham's perfect. He makes a ton of mistakes, but all in all, and the same thing like with David and others, His heart goes back to, if God says, then I will trust and I will obey. Then it hit me, right? Like Abraham is doing this without really knowing how it's going to turn out. And that's when it hit me that, that this was the big pivotal thing. That's the thing that I knew that I needed to share is because Abraham didn't follow God for how it would turn out. That's not why he obeyed. He wasn't obeying for the outcome he was hoping for. He followed God because it's God, (laughs) because he knew that God loved him, 
and that God knew best and that, and that Abraham respected and revered God as the creator of all things. And it just got me thinking, what would it look like if we did the same thing? If I did the same thing, if I said, if I felt like I heard God, I was just like, okay, I don't need to understand why or how or any of that. Just God said, okay. And then I move forward. Imagine if the reason that you are trying to hear God wasn't because you wanted things to turn out for the best for you or to give you the success you're looking for. But instead, your heart was actually in a place where you were learning. Your whole goal was simply to learn how to hear God just because he's God and you want to hear him so you can do as he leads. Where Whatever the outcome. What I think is happening is that when we focus on how things will turn out for us, what we're really doing is operating out of fear. So let me explain. We don't want to follow the wrong path, right? That's what that's what I feel like I kept saying so many times, and I'm sure you say the same thing. Like, I want to choose the right path, which infers that you don't want to pick the wrong one. But why? Why do we say that? Why do we say the right or wrong path? It's because it won't lead to success, right? That the right path, I mean, if, if you're really honest with yourself, I would say this is what a lot of you are feeling, or at least this is what I felt, is that really at the core, I was telling myself, it's because I want to do what God wants me to do. But really what I'm seeking is I want to do what God wants me to do so that it'll take me where I want to go, so that I'll be successful in my business, so that, da, 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 right? That if the path is wrong, then it won't lead to success. It will lead me somewhere I don't want to go. It will be harder than I wanted. It will be whatever, right? But all of these focus on me, like that focuses on ourselves when we talk about all the things that we're hoping to get out of it if we follow God. But if your heart is truly in a place of wanting to learn how to hear God speaking to you, then you have to be willing to practice listening for his voice and obeying. And practice means that you are training yourself, tuning your mind to his voice. But that doesn't happen overnight. It's training. We have to shut out all the other noise, know what he would sound like in the first place and what he might say. And we find that out based on who we know him to be from scripture and experience. And after practicing and practicing and practicing, heeding that voice, listening for that voice, we will start to recognize when it's him versus us versus the enemy, right? When somebody speaks to us a word that sounds off, we're going to know it sounds off because it doesn't line up with who we see God to be in scripture. So they might be, you know, telling you this with the best of intentions, but you can't recognize that, that it's not really God speaking through them to you unless you know who God is. So what does practicing look like? It looks like listening for his direction. And if you even think that it could potentially be God, then you do it. Because you don't know right now, right? From where you're starting, you don't really know the answer. So the best you can do is, I think that's God, so I'm going to move, right? Because you can't wait until you've read the entire Bible and know all things and whatever, and then listen to God. He's speaking to you now before you even really know for sure. So doing your best and saying with what you do know, and obviously getting into scripture, reading and things like that, but and, and you need to pray over these things that you feel like you hear from God. Ask for a confirmation through scripture. But even if you aren't there yet, 
if you think it could be God, do it. Now, when I say that, if that causes you to say, but but what about or what if or whatever, or you start cringing a little, then I want you to pay attention to why. Why does it make you cringe when I say, if you think it might be God, say yes and do it, right? And I've went through this exercise a lot. I, if you have something big in your business right now or something big in your life and it feels like a big decision and you keep wrestling with this decision, if you sit down and say, okay, where do I think God's leading me? And whatever, something's going to pop up into your mind first, right? That's the thing. And then if the next step is to say, okay, I'm going to do it right after that thought, what are all the fears that come up? What are all the, but what if, but I don't know, you know, all of that stuff, because that is showing you what is stopping you, what your, what your heart is really focused on, right? Paying attention to what's coming up for you. What's that fear around stepping out in faith to follow the nudge that you think could be the Holy Spirit himself? Because here's the truth. You're going to mess it up. I think we have this thought that every decision needs to be perfect. At least that's for sure what I've thought is that every decision needs to be perfect that if my life is going well, then I've 100% been obedient to what the Holy Spirit has said to me. And every choice was on this perfect path. That's not how it's going to work, right? I mean, look at the Bible. It's not how it's going to work. You are going to mess it up as you are learning this. It's like a messy process as you are trying. You are not always going to be 100% on point and know exactly when it was God or not and always say no to your own desires, or even the temptations put before you, you're human, right? But you can get better. You can learn how to walk in the spirit and know his voice and follow as best you can. But that comes with practice to learn how to hear him, even if you fail in the process. This is the hard part. You have to be willing to fail because if you are practicing and your heart is in a place where all you really care about is learning how to follow his voice, how to hear his voice and then follow it. That means that sometimes you're going to be wrong. And that needs to be the most important thing is that you're trying to hear him because God knows your heart. So if you accidentally fall into temptation and you go down some path when really you thought it was God, but it was really your greed, you know, maybe you did something in your business that was honestly just for money and not really for the right reasons, even though you prayed about it, and you thought it was the right reason. It doesn't mean that everything's going to go downhill, and that God's never going to use you again. Like, it means that you're learning, right? And you can, I say this all the time, but you cannot mess up God's plan, right? This decision, these big decisions in your life, in your business, if you choose, quote unquote, wrong, then it's not all ruined, right? God is always using all of it. He knows what decision you're going to make. <laughs> he hopes you're going to listen to him. But if you don't, if you turn your heart back to him, he's still there for you. He's still teaching you something, even if that something is how to hear his voice, because you're going to have to learn what it looks like to think it's God's voice and then go down that path and be like, ooh, that clearly this was not, this was not God, right? And you have to experience that over and over to, to know when it was God, because when you did listen to his voice and you see him working, you're like, okay, that was God. That's what it looks like. That's what it sounds like when he's speaking to me and pay attention to that. And this is not going to happen overnight. This is something that will happen 
for the rest of your life. You will keep working on this. And as you grow closer to him, and as you read his word more, as you obey more, he's going to speak to you more and give you more and more things like this is like a continual growing relationship. But it starts with putting your heart in the place of yearning to hear him more than you fear failure. Okay, so take comfort in knowing that God knows your heart. He knew that you were trying to make the right choice, that you were doing your best, and he cares more about you learning how to hear him more clearly than he does about you getting it right every single time. He just wants you to keep trying. If your heart is really in the place of desiring to hear from him, then you wouldn't be afraid of getting it wrong. Because the real reason you care about getting it wrong is because you only want the blessing and the goodness that comes with God's direction. Like, you know that where God leads is going to be the best. So, you know, we think there's going to be goodness and there's love there. But we also imagine that there's going to be all the things that we want on the other end. The success, the, you know, maybe it's money, maybe it's, I don't know, a new house, like whatever it is on the other side of that, we think that's going to be on the other end. And so it causes us to operate from this place of fear because we don't want to miss out on what we want. That means our heart is actually not in the right place. Our heart needs to be in the place of follow God and wherever he leads, whatever's on the other side of that is his best for us. If it matches what we thought or not, that's actually not important, right? But we we get to a place where if we're focused on what we want and the outcomes, then we don't act We don't obey. We don't follow anything we hear or we don't do any of that because we say, nope, I'm not acting unless I know for sure that I am going to get that goodness on the other end. And that means we are valuing the outcome more than we value the relationship and the journey. We're valuing the gift over the giver, right? So if tuning our ear to his voice means we are going to mess up, then embrace failure embrace messing up. If messing up and experiencing what happens when you follow the quote unquote wrong voice, and that teaches you how to hear his voice better, then it's 100% worth it. So don't let the fear of hearing the wrong thing or doing the wrong thing stop you from obeying God, because some of those are God speaking to you and you're disobeying, right? That's a huge, I would rather I mean, in, in my heart, right? And this is, this is a process for us to all go through. I would rather accidentally obey the wrong voice than disobey when it's God. Does that make sense? Right? So if you think it's God, why would you not obey? I mean, that should be a question going, if you even think it could be him and you say no and you disobey, what if you're, what if you're right? What if it was him? And now you're over here not listening right? That should be a concern more than, but what if it's me? But what? that's actually not as important as disobeying God, right? Because not acting when it could have been God is worse than the chance that it's not him and you followed anyway. Remember, faith without works is dead. So if you have faith in him, then your actions should reflect what you believe about him. So what does it mean if you don't move or act? It means that You don't believe that he's going to direct your steps like he said he would. You don't believe that he can fix any mess you get yourself into. You don't believe that when he says that those who seek me will find me, 
that when your heart is in the right place and you're trying, that he will show himself to you, that he will speak to you, that he will lead and guide you. You are actually thinking that whenever you don't act and you don't move, you think that this decision rests on your shoulders and your shoulders alone. And yes, you have free will. You don't have to do what God says. You don't have to do any of that, but you want to, but you're also operating in a place of, I have to make the right decision. I've got to figure out what God's saying, but he gives us the power to hear him. It's like this weird cycle of like, he's the one speaking to us, but he's also the one who gives us the power to hear him. Jesus said that all the time, right? Who has ears to hear, eyes to see and ears to hear. Not everyone is going to respond to the Holy Spirit, but if he's speaking to you, he wants you to hear him and he's going to open your ears to do so. And the final thought I'll leave you with is Proverbs 16, 9 that says, the heart of a man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. If you have your heart in the right place, he will direct your steps back on the path that he intended for you to be on. One choice made an error from a good heart, right? I mean, if you just decide like, forget this, I don't want to do what you say, God, that's a totally different conversation. (laughs) But if you are trying to follow him, and you have your heart in that right place, and you go back to him over and over, like, God, what did I do wrong? Clearly, that was a wrong turn, you know, that one choice is not going to derail everything that God has planned for you, especially when you did it from a place of, of you were trying, and it wasn't like ill will, and you just, you're just refusal to listen to God. God has a plan. And he also knows, like I said this already, but he knows what you're going to pick, and you're not messing up his plan. So I pray that today, you will pray and ask God to make it clear to you when he is speaking to you. Then go throughout your day anticipating him to answer that prayer, right? I think we a lot of times operate like, I hope God answers. He answers. He, he is showing up. He is revealing things to you. He is showing up in songs, in his word, in other people, all sorts of events, circumstances, all this stuff. But we miss it because by answer, we want the problem solved. And that's not always how it goes, right? So he wants to talk to you. He wants you to hear. He promises that when you seek him, you will find him. And I pray that you will recall what we've talked about here and have the courage to step out in faith when you even think it might be the Holy Spirit, right? That you will be obedient because obedience is the most important thing in stepping into your calling and learning how to hear God's voice so that you can obey more and more and more. When you do this, you are going to operate in a place of peace because you are going to know that what you're doing is exactly what God wants you to be doing. It doesn't matter who comes against you. It doesn't matter what's happening in your life. If it's not working the way you expected, does not matter. When you know that you know that you know, as they used to say in church when I was growing up, you know that you know that God is the one who gave you this direction what is going to be able to deter you from that? I mean, that is what we all wish for, right? And we hope that we have that clarity. This is what clarity is, knowing when God speaks and being able to obey. Because when God speaks to you, you don't need any more clarity. No matter what coach, anybody know what a coach says, a class says, or what doesn't matter. What did God say? That's your goal, right? So I promise you that you will have more peace being obedient than being cautious. All right. That's it for today. I hope you take this week and I hope you learn how to how to listen to him more. And I can't wait to see what happens. I can't wait to hear from you if 
if you hear him better and what happens when you obey, if anything amazing happens, which it could, it could immediately, but it may take a a while. It doesn't mean that when you listen to God, it's going to be like, well, this amazing thing happened today. It might, but it might not. And that's okay too. Again, we're not after the outcome, but if something really cool does happen, I would love to hear about it. I'd love for you to come into the Mom with a Calling Facebook group and share with us what happened when you obeyed God. What did he do in your business, in your life when you said yes? All right, that's it for today. Again, as a reminder, if you are interested in doing the market research call with me, where you are a mom, you quit your job, you are at home, but it's really hard and you're struggling and you're tired of the struggle, email me at alexia at mamawithacalling.com. Or you can DM me on Facebook if you um, see me over there. Okay, that's it for this week. I will see you next time. In the meantime, keep pursuing your calling. Thanks for listening to the Mama with a Calling podcast. As always, you'll find the show notes for today's episode at mamawithacalling.com slash podcast. Really quick before you head out, are you loving these episodes? To make sure this podcast gets in the ears of as many mamas as possible, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. I'm going to be reading your reviews on the podcast, so I can't wait to hear from you. Also, if you know someone that needs to hear these episodes, grab a screenshot and share it on Instagram. And don't forget to tag me at Mama with a Calling so I can share it in my stories. Until next time, keep pursuing your calling.